know she is real as they come. Know she killed a hundred all day long. If you ain't got me honest, then she done. And we're back for another episode of the Honestly Helen podcast. Thank you for joining and let's get right into it. We the meeting. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Cicela, welcome back to the Honestly Helen podcast. Hello, hello. How you feel? Tired. <laughs> Why? It's only six o'clock. Girl, it was a long work day. Long Why? People be on your nerves, girl. All day, every day. Chill. <laughs> Speaking of people, what has been new? Last time you were on the podcast, it was 2020. Is now 20 to win it. Wait, right? Or did you? Was it 2020 or was it 2021? I think it was 2021. <laughs> okay, anyways, season one. Now you're on season two. What has transpired since the last time you were on the show? You got a new job. Um, I think I was at the same job because it was 2020. It was late. You were working at Genentech when we recorded. Yes, I was. Because it happened after work. We did a late recording. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So same job. Same job. Mojo. Who's Mojo? My puppy. <laughs> well, she's a dog mom now. And she does all the dog mom things, which are... <laughs> bringing him everywhere can he come to lunch with us she's gonna buy him his first raincoat child the halloween collars is he gonna have a costume pictures okay. no i'm not buying him no costume because i was going amazon has a mojo jojo um bandana with this and I told David I would wear a powerpuff girl shirt and he would have to put on the professors like the um coat the professor yeah. coat, the white coat, and he said he wasn't doing it, so I didn't buy it. Let's party pooper. We don't like that. Whatever. Anyways, I guess. All right, girl. So you are the last guest of season two, sister. Woo-hoo. We did it. Can you believe I'm wrapping up season two? Save the best for last. I can. I mean that that was that was the intent. <laughs> Everybody loved you on the last show, and I, it's. Whenever I'm like, I audit, you're an automatic guest, so I always don't have to think of 12 people and I think of 11 people because you're going to be on every season. So, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You end in season two. We're about to go to season three. So, you know, it's cute. Oh, okay, since actually since it's when this airs, it'd be close to the end of the year. Do you have any last, last goals for 2021 do you have any goals that you want to accomplish before the year's over with uh the same goal that I started the year with (laughs) which is supposed to lose 15 pounds I actually lost five mid-year but I gained it back so don't clap (laughs) hold the applause (laughs) okay so you still trying to lose 15 pounds between now and the end of the year oh good luck anything (laughs) anything else no, that's my only achievable goal right now. Everything else might be a long-term goal, so I'll stick with that one. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and get right into this episode. So this topic is a... <laughs> we we will go a lot of places with this topic. We're going to see where we go because Priscilla was acting like she was feeling some type of way earlier, like <laughs> PG-13 or whatever. So we're going to see. Um, but I think everybody can relate to this, and that is toxic family uh, the mouthful 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. To get us started, how do you define toxic, Priscilla? Toxic? Mm-hmm. That is, I can go so many different places. Let's the see. The first definition. Let's see if I can get a straight answer. Toxic for me is someone who does something that they know shouldn't be done or something that only benefits them and harms somebody else along the way. Um, Like they have a certain attitude, certain actions that combine to get a desired outcome, no matter who it affects along the way. So some sort of negative uh, impact, they know it's wrong, but it's still gonna be done. Mm-hmm. Mm. Try to keep it short. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm trying to write this down just so I can make negative impact. All right. Good, good, good. Second definition. How do you define family? Okay. <laughs> that can also go. Okay. Family is loyalty. Family mm-hmm. by blood or family by loyalty. I guess those are my two different definitions. You are assigned a family by blood. Mm-hmm. You can adopt family by loyalty. <laughs> okay, I like how you say you can adopt family by loyalty. I okay. Strongly feel that blood makes you family, but doesn't make me relate to you as family. Like we will okay. always be family by blood, but if we had a toxic interaction, you know me, I'm easy to cut you off. We are not family no more. You could claim me family by blood, but if you ask me if that's my cousin, that's my whoever, no, it is not. So do you agree with the phrase blood is thicker than water? It depends on the person. Um, I'm going to go on a person by person no 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 don't don't be a bitch in general (laughs) besides the exceptions heifer do you agree with the phrase blood is thicker than water i i can tell you i don't i do not agree no too because i I was already headed on the person by person scenario (laughs) so i can tell you right now no okay no I, i guess no if you don't want me to back out and give the long answer no it is not true no such thing as wrong answer, but I don't want you to take no shortcuts. We we always know person by person. Okay, okay, okay. No. So with that being said, we got our definition of toxic and our definition of family. And I, I'll say I agree with your definition of family. My definition of toxic, um, I'm going to take it more general instead of applying to a person, although that's what we're doing in this for the episode today. I'm going to say toxic is anything that is negative to your to you mentally, emotionally, physically. If it fucks with you in a negative way, it's toxic. I don't care if it's what somebody say, somebody do, somebody painted, somebody fucking drew. If it make you feel some type of way, it's toxic. So I still agree with your definition of it, but I'm gonna just bring it general. So, and then with um, us both agreeing that blood is not thicker than water. <clears throat> I mean, physically it is, but y'all know what we're trying to say. So don't nobody get in this episode and be like, well, actually... Um, (laughs) right we ain't doing all that we ain't doing all that so what would you say toxic family is (laughs) toxic family somebody who uses the excuse that you're family so they can treat you any kind of way um 
she's my cousin, so I can do what I want. She'll get over it. Mm, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> you can try that with somebody else, but not over here. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that. I think what is really hard about that statement is that all of us, I think almost every race is taught to value those family ties. You're taught to trade those family ties. You're taught to strengthen those. Like that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I mean, that's how we was raised. Mama taught us that. So I think, I think we was raised around a lot of toxic family, but I don't think I realized how toxic it was until we got older. Of course. And I don't think I realized how, how toxic family is. Like, for a lot of people really do say, oh, no, that's family. It's okay. Like, me, man, you, you know where I was coming from, man. You get what I'm going through, man. You, you, my, you my cousin. You, you my sister. Like, you, you got this. No, I don't. I don't understand. I'm expecting to look out because you're family. And it's like, you can expect it until an extent. But at some point, you're becoming toxic. It's like, oh, let me ask my cousin for some money. That's my cousin. She know I'm good for it. But, you know, that cousin keep coming back every month and they never mm-hmm. pay you back yeah, well you know I'm good for it I'm your cousin nah you're toxic now nah, nah, mm-hmm. not using that family excuse to get a dollar out of me yes oh a hundred percent and that's 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 the caveat to toxic family is that we think damn I really don't want to see my blood out in the street looking bad yeah. I don't want to see them down and out especially if I got it what I think is the trigger for me and you because we are very much alike is when you lie about it, <laughs> like we're we gonna call a spade a spade. Me and Priscilla have both dealt with money and family, and if y'all y'all already know how that go, it normally don't go very well. And so I will say from personal experience, I'm I'm more offended when I'm lied to about being paid back money versus if I never hear from you again. Like, hey, hello, let me hold twenty dollars. All right, cool. Here you go. When you're going to pay it back, then I hear crickets. I can't really get mad at you if you say, let me hold $20. And we didn't really agree that you was going to pay me back. I just assumed you would pay me back because we didn't have that conversation. That I'm going to take that L. But when you say, I got you, I got you on such, such, and such, then I got to chase you down. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that, Priscilla? Because we know you. <laughs> Girl, you already know. You know the cousins I don't deal with. But especially when it comes out of the person's mouth. Hey, let me borrow $20. I promise I got you Friday. It's like, okay, you went a step ahead and was like assuring me that I was going to get paid back. I never had to ask you. That was the the original ask. May I borrow $20? I will pay you back Friday. Mm. So you came up front and told me what the situation was. And I agreed to those terms, but now it turned into Friday come around and you ain't nowhere to be heard. You know where to be found. And I don't feel like I got to ask you for my money because you said you was going to give it to me. Right. But when I do ask you and it's an excuse, that's two strikes. <laughs> right. one, you promised to pay me back. And two, when I called you, you ignored me. So when the third time come around, it's not going to be pretty. And if I don't get a response, we done. Period. And that's why blood is not thicker than water because I'm going to cut it right there. You got three strikes. We family by blood, not by loyalty. Don't call me. Don't expect me to call you. Don't even say hey to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, to, to throw some old razzle dazzle on that situation, why do you think family is so quick to shit on you? But go will go smile in a bitch face that them beat them up, 
had sex with their baby daddy, baby mama, then did them dirty and will still be 10 toes down for that person, but will shit on their family member in a heartbeat. What, what, do you, what do you think is is going on there? They expect family to be in it for the long run. Mm. They, they, just like we were raised, family is thicker than water. Family always supposed to be down for you, but they don't realize when they cross the line, that other family member don't have to be loyal to you anymore. Mm. They might think that, hey, she my cousin, she gonna get offended. She'll be all right. We grew up together. But it's like, no, we grew up together and now we got goals. Now we got things we want to accomplish. You taking from my pockets mm-hmm. is not okay. So yeah, we still family, but not my loyalty. Don't call me. Don't ask me for no money no more. And I feel like with a friend, they're more scared to lose because it is a situation where friends just drop each other. Yeah. And it, it's seen as a more common relationship than family because family do go rounds with each other and stick with each other and try. But a friend is like, no, nah, we just friends. We met five days ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's easy to cut you off versus family. They're like, oh, I know her since she was little. And it's like, you did, but we too old for that now. You know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the conundrum for me is, but I mean, you answered it, is family, family expects us to stay around. Family expects you to like drag them through the mud and then in two months when they say oh I was just having a bad time you're like all right it's cool like you family I get it and what I've had to learn is kind of the theme of what we finished blood is not thicker than water family is the first has been the first people to hurt my feelings family has been the first to steal from me family has been the first person first to hurt me and you learn as you get older that at some point, you have to take control of those type of family members that you let in your life. Yeah. And you can't just accept people in your circle because y'all family. Because at the end of the day, when you start to look around and everything is falling around you, and it's a common denominator, it's a common family, a common family member that's in every situation where shit go left for you, you gotta start being real with yourself. And then you just gotta take a step back and ask yourself, can this family member ever help me? Like I help them if I go down. Every time that family member goes down, Priscilla can help. She has the bandwidth, has the power. But when Priscilla go down, who's going to help me? You cannot turn around and help me. Yes. And listen, you know, I one wow, wow, wow percent agree <laughs> with that. Somebody did challenge one, challenge me one day. I can't remember where this happened. So I'm going to bring it up to you. But shouldn't we just be helping people because we want to help them? So we shouldn't help somebody expecting them to help us back even when we need it like when we help somebody we should be doing it just because we can and we shouldn't feel some type of way if we turn around and then ask them for help and if they say no we can't really get mad at them because we weren't giving them help to get help in return and I don't all the way agree with that I see the point of it but at the end of the day I'm like if I help you it is because I could help you but it's also because that means I valued my resources, my time, and my energy enough to share it with you with whatever you had going on. So I expect that shit to be reciprocated. I agree with your response to that statement. I don't agree because we form relationships with people to benefit each other. Like Mm -hmm. every relationship you form, you're like, hey, I'm going to be a friend with this person because they have a uh, strength in communication and I don't, and maybe I can learn. 
Mm-hmm. If that person wants to be my friend, they obviously see something in me that they can use. I strongly believe that people build relationships or connection to benefit each other. Like, right. I don't want to befriend you because I want to grow. I'm not going to befriend somebody that's going to bring me down. So to me, that statement is saying just because we're family or just because we're friends, I don't need to feel the, the reciprocation of the help. But I think I do. Yeah. Um, And because we're family, it's different because I didn't choose my family. Yeah. I'm stuck. I'm not stuck is the wrong word. I was, (laughs) I grew up with these people. I'm thinking of, I can't think of the word. You don't have a choice. So I didn't pick them. Right. Benefit from. Um, I just, I was born into that family with those people. And since we're going back to toxic relationships or to toxic family, the title of this episode, when a family member is toxic, you don't want to help them because you know they have toxic behaviors and they can do whatever they need to do for themselves. Yeah. So you coming to me and asking for help and I know you are a toxic family member, I'm not inclined to help you. Yeah. Because I know you will call me just to save your ass. Yeah. It's it's not like you really need help. It's to save your ass because you did something stupid and I need to bail you out. So no, I don't have to (laughs) feel entitled to help you because it's the nice thing to do. Yeah. People have background information that helps them make those decisions. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 When it comes to toxic family, why do you think it's hard for us to confront that? Because I feel like one of our close, close struggles with toxic family is not knowing how to, like, are not even not knowing, but having those conversations and then realizing that those conversations aren't going anywhere. Um, well, actually, that, that's two different questions. So let me let me back up. Why do you think it's hard to confront toxic family? So when we first had to deal with any t- kind of toxic family, we never like bluntly had a plan, but we would go back and forth about like what we wanted to say, like how we want to have this conversation. But a lot of people don't have conversations. They just let family walk all over them. They let family take advantage of them because it's uncomfortable to confront because then you're going to be that family member that everybody talks about at the dinner table that, I mean, you you low-key kind of had <laughs> a similar situation. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, why do you think we struggle with confronting our family when it should kind of be the easier to confront our family because it's family? If we use that same mentality of help, it should be the same mentality of, all right, let me be real with you. This is toxic. You are just a taker, not a giver. And this is unfair. Why do you think we struggle with that? I think it goes back to the conversation we were having just a minute ago. And family, we want to keep those relationships because we did grow up with those people. So you kind of have a emotional blind side when it comes to family because you know their struggle. You knew how they grew up. You know what they're about. So I guess, personally speaking, I know certain family members it's not even don't even go there because they don't have the mental capacity to even understand what I'm about to say yeah so I rather one and done I'm going to tell you how I feel about the situation and I'm done um for me I don't think I've ever had an issue confronting the family members (laughs) especially in my age group like if it was an older cousin, older auntie, older whoever, you know, you got a 
err mm-hmm. a little bit on the side of caution because those are your elders and it's not as I guess it is just as easy to confront them but you see them as your elders so you want to come at it differently yeah but I think yeah most people are like "Ooh, that's family I don't want to crush them because I know what they can handle and I know what they cannot handle so it's easier to tiptoe around it when it's family versus when it's a friend again it's like hey I only knew this girl for a year I don't have no background ties or history with her so I'm gonna just tell her how yeah yeah him too yeah no I I agree with that I would add to that I think as a whole and you know me I'm a um my little psychological brand I think as a whole we as people struggle with the truth and we struggle with anybody identifying anything that we even remotely think applies to us if it's negative and um case in point for me I've in the past have been my family has called me very naive and there was like a running joke that anybody could ask me for money because I would give it and that was mostly true like I I had standards for giving out money but I I really would give out money if people asked me for it because I grew up poor family helped me so when I got in a position where I had jobs and I had enough income where I could handle my bills and had extra money if family came by, I was like, yo, can I hold $20 here? $20? I, I, here, you got it. And I wouldn't ask you to pay me back. But then when I heard that, and it was like, oh, you know, you said, tell us you going to give. That's okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. That's toxic, y'all. Like, that's not even funny. Like, I'm up here trying to be nice. Y'all motherfuckers taking advantage of me. That's cute. That's fine. And so, the, and Priscilla laughing because she always get on my ass about giving money to anybody, really. She, she don't even like when I give money to homeless people. And I be telling her she won't stop because she won't help because they need money, too. But um, Quick side note. What happened when you took that homeless man food? What did he do to you? He, what did he rejected do? it. He did reject oh. it. But oh. listen, that's oh. not my business. My man wasn't hungry. He wants to get high. I, that's okay. his prerogative. That's toxic. You know he's going to get drugs. <laughs> Supporting him, toxic. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother realm. Anyways, bringing it back, bitch. Bringing it back. Um, so yeah, and when I heard that, it hurt my feelings, but only because there was truth to it. Only because I myself knew, bitch, you really do be out here just giving money. And it was because I didn't know how to say no. I didn't feel comfortable saying no because I grew up supporting people and family did help a lot. That I low key felt entitled to help my family until I heard that until they, it was a joke and I was like oh so y'all think this shit funny but it really bothers me when y'all ask me for money and I don't know how to say no so I did ha- I think I think we struggle with the truth and so we don't want to confront nobody because if we go and say pookie you know I just want you to know you toxic as fuck because you come in you sleep on my couch you don't put no food in the refrigerator you leave the door unlocked and then Pookie will kind of turn around and say, okay, but you be having different dudes in the house every night and you got a baby. So what are we doing here for? And you know, ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody got time for that. And so I, I agree with you, but I'm going to add that little tidbit in there too. That's the pessimist in you. Yeah. You always see the positive when somebody call you, you're like, oh, they're trying to get their life together. And really you don't want to look at the truth and be like, um, hello, this girl got five kids don't got no job how's she trying to do better for herself and you're like oh she needs twenty dollars and i'm coming from what the hell is she gonna do with twenty dollars she right. can't do nothing to go buy some alcohol and you mean i'm the optimist yeah. pessimist is the i'm an optimist the optimist pessimist, yes yeah. optimist. Um, yes that is 
that is my toxic trait. I am a I am a huge optimist, especially when it comes to family. And I'll even know the reality, but I'll still be like, well, to the example Priscilla just gave about the homeless person, I don't know what they're gonna do with it, but it's not my business. So I'm gonna still do what I want to do with my money. But could I have saved my food and ate it? Yes. I mean, I did anyway because he rejected it, but yes. Okay, uh, moving on to the next question. <laughs> you kind of answered this already, but in general, what is your strategy for dealing with toxic family? Um, you I touched on earlier where you said you, you'll tell them and then you cut them yeah. off, but when it's not that easy and you kind of know what I'm talking about. It, it depends on the person. It depends on the persons. There is definitely family members that has helped me all my childhood. And I will, I will do what I can until I can't no more. Yeah. But for, for the ones that has never done anything for me, has never tried to do anything for me, can't even spare a hello. You know what I mean? And we got each other on social media. And if I say something to you and you just ignore me like I'm one of your fans or something, nah, you didn't even get no chances. <laughs> there is no chances. So it definitely depends on the person. If there is a positive history, I'm with you till I can't. <laughs> mm, okay. If there is no history or negative history, it's we're not going too far. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. For me, everybody gets a chance. We already know. Yeah. Maybe two um, chances. <laughs> but I'll say in my, um, in my, in the last, I'm saying like the last two or three years, I think I've gotten a lot better at vocalizing myself when it comes to toxic family and. Or you have, because sometimes I'm like, dang, Helen, you hard getting them a chance. And you're like, nah, fuck that. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Helen being stricter than me. <laughs> Yes. And it, it and it's it's because I've actually had to learn. Um, Priscilla has always been has always been able to see BS in people a lot faster than I have and also have a shorter tolerance. So I'm the person where she had to deal with people because I would still deal with them. So in my later years, I kind of got tired of her being right about people. So I had to be like, OK, bitch, when yoga also talk to you and then Priscilla say something that there's something there. So we just have to listen to it. And now when we talk shit, we be in sync because I'm not trying to bullshit no more. I'm not trying to sit here and come over to you. I'm like, nah, fucking people. Like, we can kick them down some stairs if you want to. I'm down. You just let me know because <laughs> fuck them. Um, however, uh, the, the struggle is still, for me, the family part is, especially when it's close family, when it's, when it's family that you don't expect to fuck you over, don't expect to hurt you, don't expect to be toxic. That's the family that I still have not figured out what my cutoff point is. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's, it's for you, it's an easier cutoff point because you do have that history with them. So it'll never be um, like straight up. Fuck you. It'll be like, oh, I love you, but I can't right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So yeah. it won't be abrupt and it won't have a negative impact because you do have that history so you're gonna be like yeah catch me <laughs> catch me next time or something but it's it won't be 
it won't be like you ain't never did shit for me what you calling me for yeah I think I, I think with really close talks of him I just remove myself like I'll still be available if you really really need me but if it's like you really need me and I'm like ah that's not like a personal problem I'm like all right cool hope good luck with that but if you really really need me and I'm like okay this is a, a life or death situation I will pull through I'm like okay fuck it you are family it's not gonna hurt me too much to sit here and help you so I guess I'll help you but it's still it still baffles me that family family will fuck you over but then when I have those thoughts I'm just like at the end of the day though it's just another human being that we happen to be connected with by blood so if we take out the blood piece it's easy to be like, fuck you. Yeah. It's easy to be like, girl, I'll bye. Okay, please don't. Um, how do you think family shapes us as people? Like, how, how do you think, how do you, and actually I'll make it more personal. How do you think our family has shaped you as a person? How do I think our family has shaped, shaped me as a person? What influences do you think our family that you can see our family has had, the toxic family. Do you need me to elaborate on that? Um, no, I think the re- one of the revolving toxic issues is money in our family. Um, our family, it seems like every generation that we've been exposed to, for that matter, struggles with money. Yeah. Or I would say another one is. um... But how has that shaped you? I mean, how has our family shaped you? Like, how has our experiences with our toxic family and just our family as a whole shaped you as a person today? Because I ask that question in the sense that I feel like because of how toxic our family is and was, it's made us mentally stronger and it's also made us um, be able to like spot when people are trying to scheme because we got that. Oh, okay. And so in that sense, like how has, how do you think our family has shaped you in your thinking in, in that way? And if not, you can say no. If you don't say <laughs> um, I think the, the strength, um, you have to be tough in our family. Um, one of the running jokes we always run to is like, if somebody ugly, the family about to rank on you, you know what I mean? So you have to be thick skin. Like don't bring nobody around that's soft for a friend, like a relationship wise. Um, they gonna call you out. So you oh, have listen, to I can attest to that. And that's another <laughs> toxic trait because they don't care. Yeah. And I guess I could say that's one of my toxic traits toxic traits too because I don't care like sometimes I'll say anything out my mouth and I'm like to me it doesn't offend me because I'm thick-skinned and I don't see how others perceive it until somebody said damn that was kind of that was rough <laughs> I'm like oh my bad it's just, that's how it comes out so being tough thick-skinned for sure yeah I will say our families, <laughs> I think all families are fucked up, but I will say our family is exceptionally well at fucking up. <laughs> and I think our family has really shown me how, how ugly the world can be. So in, in like in ways, I'm grateful for how toxic our family can be because you we know it personally. So it's like if you see it on the street or if you if someone else you know is it showing signs of what we already be 
I have been through him, but listen, I can tell you right now what's about to happen because I've already seen this shit play out. So you can listen to me or not listen to me. Yeah. But you know, so I feel like the, our family has really shown me the truthuses of the world. And I ain't mad at it, but I'm also, I, sometimes I just like, I just sit back and I'd be like, damn. And you know what? It's a story. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and share. I'm gonna go ahead and air Air out some family drama. Um, girl. <laughs> girl, it was some of our cousins was going through some shit, right? Um, cousins that's always going through some shit. And somehow my mama's side of the family, the entire side of the mama's side of the family got dragged into it. And then we all got cursed of getting COVID. Like it was a, a Facebook status was made on COVID. And the crazy part about this situation is that the person that made the status is a part of my mama's side of the family. So indirectly made the comment about they self, but the fucked up part was like, I took that so personal because I was getting, I was building a relationship with this person. Um, I thought like they were maturing and was doing well. And it was like, for you to have an altercation with people that have nothing to do with us. Like we wasn't even a part of this argument, y'all. And then all of us got cursed with hoping to get COVID. I was and- Google. And I was like, I'm too grown for this shit. So I'm just going to cut you off. So I just stopped talking to him because I'm 26, y'all. I ain't got time to get cursed with COVID. I ain't, I ain't, that's, words is powerful. I don't, you ain't got to believe in that. Words are powerful. And you can't be out here wishing death upon people like that. That's a little too much for me. But that's the part of toxic family you never had positive experiences with you know what I mean like it would you you know you know that I mean I did but not no you've never had positive experiences we're not counting the childhood we went to the candy lady together girl what the fuck you never had true positive interactions with that family member and that family member don't care about you you know what I mean um that family member has never been impacted by you unless it was like, hey, hell, let me get some money. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. all you were ever worth to that person. So it was easy for that to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, that person has probably no positive experience with their self. <laughs> right. So no self-respect. So I don't know why you thought it was going to extend to you. <laughs> girl who knows who knows I don't know but that was toxicity that was that was one of those moments where I just was like you're right you you were the same person that you were when we were kids and some people don't grow out of that and and to that point that was a a a moment where I didn't want to cut off this person because I love this person this person has so much growth but at the end of the day my peace and my happiness is worth a lot more than to my sister's point, a family member that has never really impacted my life in a way where I felt like I needed to value this relationship more than it was being valued at the moment. So good point made there. I will, two snaps in the hole. Woo. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> what, how, how do you go about enforcing boundaries for toxic family? Is it just to what you stated earlier? until you're done you're done or I think it comes with the individual's personality you got a whole lot of individual rules huh 
No, I'm just saying because <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you an example. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I say individual basis, when it comes to me, mm-hmm. that situation only happened to me like once. It was a one and done. That was like the first family member that came to me for money. Yeah. And it was a one and done. Like once that happened, the whole family knew that shit was dead. Oh, okay. Like no one else can actually. Personality is a little softer than mine's. And they were coming back multiple times, different people, but multiple times like, hey, hell, let me borrow some money. So it is based on the individual's personality, how those boundaries come into play, because they already know Priscilla not fucking with (laughs) y'all. Like she's not, she's not, she's already not friendly. So don't even try it. But Helen is the more genuine, caring. She's going to try. So let's go to Helen. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, I, I, Do you think it's important to have boundaries with of family? Course. Toxic or not toxic? Of course. I think any relationship. Why? Boundaries are needed. And most of the time, they're unwritten boundaries. Like mm-hmm. the and once you get to know somebody, you know what their boundaries are just by having a conversation. Yeah. They know what your boundaries are, but whether they live by them or not, that's where you draw the line for your toxic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you're saying boundaries are important because it lets people know what they can and cannot do. Right. 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 Once they show you how they're going to react to your boundaries is where you go to develop that relationship, whether they are in line or they're pushing those boundaries and they know it because it's done multiple times and you already had a conversation about it. Got to draw that toxic line. Cut them off. Yeah. Do you think we can avoid toxic family? No. No. <laughs> no, because I, that's like a underlining theme here. Because you are family, they're going to try it. Because mm. do you think it's inevitable? Every there's gonna be at least one family member that is going to push the envelope because they're yes. gonna use the family card. Yes, they're gonna use that family card. And hey, I guess they let them try it. I guess you don't know until you try it. Like you know, they know, but it's <laughs> a 50 50 shot. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a closed mouth don't get fed. So you can right. attempt it. And right. that, you know what? That's that's not a bad point because. I, I love the phrase, a closed mouth don't get fed, because that's very true. You won't know, you you can't do something until you either ask or go for it. The toxic part comes when you abuse that power. Right. And that's right. when people be out here acting like they don't know they're doing. Like, the, the, I think money's an issue for most families, but the amount of uh, money problems that we run into, it just, it baffles me. It, because you got family that shouldn't have money issues. They got money issues. And then you still asking people for money. And all of us know that you shouldn't be asking us for money. But you're not even embarrassed enough. <laughs> I ask. That and, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to judge. I'm not judging, but still, shit. To your point of a closed mouth don't get fed. It is very true. But there's boundaries within that statement. Mm-hmm. If we're family, friends, I don't care what the relationship is, but since we're on the topic of family, you've known me since diapers. You know what I mean? 
And my particular situation, I hadn't talked to this individual family member in over 10 years, 10 years. And they hit me up and asked me for money. That's toxic. That's closed mouth, don't get fed. That's out the window because you ain't talked to me in 10 years. Not a single, hey, not a single, what's up? Yeah. Social media, you know what I mean? Yeah. The communication is not reciprocated. I used to comment, like, share, you know, pictures and statuses. Mm -hmm. Never got it in return. Never got it in return. You're going to ask me for money? Toxic. It do be the audacity for me. It do. It do be the audacity. Um, and one thing that I do not like that is quick to get you on my toxic list is when you play with my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually just did a podcast with somebody else where we were talking about time. And there was a scenario that he gave me. And he said, if you were in a relationship with a partner and you ask your partner, you were with them for 10 years and you ask your partner to marry you. And they said, no. Would you wait or would you leave? I feel like you shouldn't be surprised after 10 years. You already knew what that answer was by year five or whenever, you know what I mean? So would you wait or would you leave? I don't feel like you should wait 10 years. You should know. You did. You did. That's the situation. You're playing with your own time. You are, but this is a situation, bitch. 10 years, then you ask them to marry you. They say no. Do you wait and try and ask again later? Or do you say, all right, bitch, you had your time. I'm out. Can you just drop the situation and keep going? Yes, that's you out. Yeah, that yeah, I feel like that that that's a, a snake biting it's that's a that's bad. No. It is, but you'd be surprised. You I forget where I was going with that, actually initially but um maybe we'll come back to the person the person that's gonna get mad when they say no is actually the toxic one so (laughs) they're toxic because they knew very well Mm -hmm. what type of relationship they was in so the audacity of you to wait till year 10 and make a fight about it you're toxic because you knew the status of that relationship and what the limits were (laughs) and because now you didn't change your mind at 10 years you can't be mad at the other person because that was made clear from whatever point in the relationship I didn't even think about that point or that point of view very mm, okay you can't be mad because you do know who you're dealing with and if you don't you still talk to it because you don't know what kind of relationship you in dang so whether, whether you knew or you didn't that's on you Dang, Priscilla and I holding back at all. Okay, let them know, girl. Let them know. Uh, you're right. You are not wrong. All right. Well, we are um, wrapping up, I guess. It's about that time. Be mindful of the tism. Sister, before we leave the folks, what lasting words would you give the people on dealing with toxic family? How should they do off? Cut them off. Cut them off. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do we confront them before we cut them off? Sure. Okay. If you have the capacity to do that, some people aren't confrontational. So 
But does it have to be a confrontation if you're just telling somebody how they make it? It usually ends up that way because the person is going to feel attacked. It's like, I'm coming to you and like, hey, it's been 10 years and you're just a negative energy. You only ask me for money. That person. Not not the 10 year, let go of the 10 year example. In general, (laughs) in general, in general, with toxic number. Yes, address it if you can. Address it if you can, if you have it in you. Okay. Um, And I feel like it usually turns out into a confrontation because the person you're addressing is going to be like, you feel that way. And it's not going to make them feel some type of way. And they're not going to act differently towards you. So if you can confront it, if not, they already know how you are. (laughs) So when something changes, they know what happened, cut them off. It's not worth it. That word family means nothing if that family member is not showing you respect. Cut them off. Okay, so that that's something that we actually haven't mentioned before. So I'm glad you said that. Respect is definitely a part of non-toxic family members. Yes. If your family respects you, they probably are loyal, safe, healthy, you know, good for your digestive system, good for you to digest. <laughs> if they not they probably toxic and might kill you. And, oh, were you done? Was that, sorry, did I cut you off? No, you're good. I would add on to my sister's uh, statement of dealing with toxic family, cut them fucking off. We ain't got time. But y'all should know by now, I'm a firm believer of um, addressing things. I, I believe communication is important. But to my sister's point, some people know, they know what they're doing. They know what's going on. And if it's going to take a more of a, a mental tax on you to confront the situation than it is just to drop it, mm-hmm. drop it. Because toxicity, misery loves company. Y'all know that phrase. Y'all heard it. It's true. Misery loves company. And if you're doing well, family be the first ones to hit on you. So if you're feeling some type of way about somebody, you're probably right. And if it's family, please don't stick around because you think you got to, because you don't. So don't. You don't. Anything else to add for the folks, sisters? Is that it? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, you guys, that's a wrap. We did She killed a hundred all day long. All day long. If you ain't gon' be honest, then she done.